Liquid is using card issuing that we get through Stripe, but the experience that we're delivering is being able to take those issued cards and use them for use cases that our employees and travelers want to be able to use. We use it to buy travel inventory the same way that you would see an Expedia or Booking using virtual cards to buy travel inventory. We provide a physical card that has real-time policy attached to it. We can accept, flag, or decline transactions in real-time. Time. And then the last use case is generating virtual cards for what we call light procurement spend. Hi, everyone. It's Julie Verhage Greenberg here with your Tux Time podcast from Fintech Today, where we talk about all things fintech. In this episode, I am joined by Robin Gandhi, SVP of Trip Actions Liquid. I'm excited to dive more into the payment space today. And Robin, you're fairly new at Trip Actions as well, right? So you switched roles during a pandemic. How was that? <laughs> I know, I know. Crazy, right? That's uh it's funny because uh, our our CEO Ariel always jokes with me about how crazy it was that I joined right at the beginning of the pandemic. So I, I joined Trip Actions at the end of March, more or less, when we were in lockdown. Um, and uh, but it's been great. I mean, like I, I think that a lot of the things that we'll probably talk about today um, that we've doubled down on really became possible and became something that we wanted to do because of the pandemic. Um, so it'll be interesting to talk about some of those things, but... Um, yeah, I'll lead into that a bit too. So based on your previous experience, what drew you to trip actions and how do you kind of see those roles as, you know, being complementary and helping you in your current role? So I was at Adyen for the last six years before I came over to trip actions and, and it, I'm sure a lot of the listeners probably know who Adyen is, but just high level, it's Adyen is a global payments uh, company that helps companies like Google, Facebook, Nike take payments. Um, at oh, Adyen, I was I was managing a few different groups. So I had our product acquiring sales channels and data teams, and then I also was our GM for our issuing offering when we launched it. So uh, doing go to market and product. Um, so. Here at Trip Actions, um, what I'm focused on is our liquid offering, which is our payments and expense offering. And you know, pre-COVID, when we were talking about what this would look like, when Ariel and I were saying, "Okay, hey, it'd be great to have someone that has payments knowledge come over," it was pretty clear there were these two big chunks, right? There was the what we do on corporate travel. Um, and corporate travel is trip actions is core business, right? And so, you know, there's obviously there's a ton of payments that happen when you're just booking travel and you're an OTA. But we were also getting this thing called Liquid started, which was essentially a card issuing offering. Um, and so it made a lot of sense for me to help with that piece as well. And then because of the pandemic, we really doubled down on Liquid. So today, I run product design, engineering, and operations for what we're doing with Liquid. So basically, you're very busy. <laughs> Just a little bit. So uh, we appreciate you taking time for the podcast in that case. Um, so on the issuing front, there's obviously a lot of other companies that operate in the issuing space. There's Marketa, which recently uh, went public. You have Stripe. You have uh, Galileo within SoFi. But they're all very different as well. Talk to us a little bit about how you're offering um, you know, differentiates itself between those. 
Yeah. So I think it's important to note that we are not an infrastructure company and we are a, we're a user experience company and we've done that on the travel side and we're doing that with liquid, right? So um, the beauty is that there are the same solutions that you just mentioned. It's great that they're there. Um, so I don't have to build it. Um, so today we use Stripe as our issuer processor. We use other fintech infrastructure like Plaid for connecting into various banks. We use modern treasury to move money and to connect into other banks. Um, and then we use other partners like Verify to do a lot of OCR. So I guess to your question, you know, what are we doing differently? The infrastructure companies, uh, nothing, because I don't want to touch that. But what's amazing is that you have access to all of this and you can build amazing user experiences on top of that. Why, why don't you want to touch it? And talk to me a little bit about how the you know, cash flow and behind the scenes changes for someone operating like you guys are versus someone operating issuing type product the way that a Stripe is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth just taking a quick step back and talking through what we're doing on Liquid just so that it kind of becomes clear for the audience, right? So Liquid is using card issuing that we get through Stripe. Um, and I think you can only do it through a modern issuer processor. But what we're doing on the front end and the experience that we're delivering really is being able to take those issued cards and use them for use cases that our employees and travelers want to be able to use, right? So high level, there's three ways that we use card issuing. One is we use it to buy travel inventory the same way that you would see an Expedia booking using virtual cards to buy travel inventory. The second use case is really um, we, we provide a physical card that has real-time policy attached to it so that as you swipe cards, we can, we can basically you know, accept, flag, or decline transactions in real time. And then the last use case is really just generating virtual cards for what we call light procurement spend. But like, let's say you were going to go buy a MailChimp license that renewed every, every quarter you can then generate a virtual card that's just for that use case, right? So that's that's at a high level what we're doing, right? Um, so if I want to build all of that stuff and I want to do it fast, uh, it doesn't it it then building the connection to Visa and becoming a program manager and all of that stuff, I would rather leave to someone like Stripe. Um, and I, and when I talk to the Stripe leadership team, I think they'd say the same thing, right? Where they would say, hey, like, I don't want to get into what you're doing, which is this highly differentiated solution around spend management. I want to focus on just building infrastructure that companies like yourself can use, right? So I think that it works really well in terms of the way that we've built this partnership. The other thing you mentioned earlier is that you moved over during a pandemic. And you also said that Trip Actions is obviously very much corporate travel related, which has gone down dramatically over the past year and a half is starting to pick up a little bit more now. Talk to us a little bit about how that has impacted your company. And you know, I'm sure your role is much different than what you thought it was going to be going into it in March 2020. Yeah. So I mean, it's what, what's been great for myself, right? It has been that it allowed us to basic what what happened at the beginning when I joined, right? Where we realized the pandemic was was going to stay for a reasonable amount of time, was we said, "Hey, look, we have all of these great um, engineers and product managers on on the company as a whole, right? 
why don't we just double down where it makes a lot of sense today? And it was clear, right? You could see the acceleration of digital payments. Um, and it, it was clear that there was a need there. So what what it enabled me to do by joining during the pandemic and the, what it changed, and I think it changed it for the better because now we have two really solid businesses, is that it allowed us to compress the timeline that we had on Liquid and really just double down on what we were trying to do. Um, so that's kind of why, like, if you think about what it means to our business now, there's two things. I mean, because you're asking the question around how did it affect our travel business? In a way, it so obviously the volume on the travel side was was zero in the beginning, and then it started creeping up. We are actually currently um, above the pre-COVID levels, but it's because what COVID did was it created a situation where people that were on their previous travel platform realized that they needed something new. And it's a perfect time when there's not a lot of travel to switch providers. So I would say we won our largest. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, it, it doesn't seem intuitive, but basically it allowed us to win our largest customers during the pandemic because they left their legacy providers. Can you give any examples of that or no? I don't think any of them are mentionable, but they're pretty large organizations. Um, and so, so yeah, I think that, that that was the really, really cool and interesting part about it. Like, I mean, companies that we can talk about are Wayfair, Zoom, Lyft, Databricks. Um, and, and a lot of those, some of them came before pandemic and some of them came after. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it's been interesting to see how that's grown. But on the liquid side, What's been really cool is that we've been growing since January 50% month over month. But on top of that, 50% of the spend that we see on the platform is not travel related. So, and even as travel's picked up, actually the non travel spend has continued to, to match it, um, which is kind of interesting because in January it was 30% of our, of our total spend was non travel. And now when there's more travel, there's actually, we're, I, Last month it was fifty five percent of total spend. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting to think about it in that way. So we really are creating two separate businesses in a way. Yeah. So if it's not travel, what what categories have really picked up versus that pre pandemic level? Is it stuff like business dinners, uh, software subscriptions? Like what what's really taken off? Exactly. It's it's a lot of that stuff. So it's a lot of the stuff that and and you and I know this because we've been in this space, right? Like so much of um, spend that was non-cartable before all of a sudden became cartable, right? So a lot of the a lot of the subscriptions, a lot of the memberships, a lot of this like pseudo small spend that typically used to do with ACH and wire now is is cartable um and it just it just kind of has moved in that direction and then to your point right like in the beginning of the pandemic you had a lot of a lot of companies enabling their employees to buy stuff while they were working from home right so like setting up their home office you know they're now in they're not traveling maybe but they're sitting with their teams in in a, in a location and they need to buy food or whatever it might be, right? So that's kind of where we're seeing a lot of the non-travel spend happening. So you mentioned that because the pandemic really shut off uh, business travel quite a bit, that you were able to bring over engineers and focus a lot on the Trip Actions liquid offering and that it sped up the 
sort of like in market route, so to say. How much did it speed it up by? Like, were you in market a year faster, months faster? What does that time frame kind of look like? Yeah, I mean, I would say that we compress an 18 month uh, roadmap into about six months, right? So I we we really, really accelerated this the things that we wanted to do. Now, this is not to say that the work is done. Um, mm-hmm. There's a million things that, that we have on the roadmap that we would love to get done yesterday. Um, but I, it allowed us to kind of get the product to a place that I'm not sure that we could have done or would have thought to do if the pandemic hadn't happened. Are those engineers now back working on the other products or how have you kind of segmented that now that things are starting to get semi back to normal? No, I mean, I, th- I think that there it's clear that we, we need to build both sides um, really well. And so, you know, the folks that have come over are, are staying on the liquid side. And again, like it, liquid works really well when you have travel, right? Like I think that if you think about, if you think about when most people make expenses, even though I'm saying there's like 50, 55% that's happening on non-travel, when we all get back to normal, most of the time employees, when they have a card in their hand, usually are on a business trip or they're doing some sort of travel activity. And so travel is super important because it allows me to be able to say, okay, I, you have a card in your hand. I know that you just left New York to go to San Francisco. Um, I know two hours before that I can turn on your card for travel spend. And so you can use it for Ubers and coffees and everything else, right? So I think it becomes a lot more powerful by investing on both sides of the business. What So as these companies shifted over to you guys, when they actually did get time to switch travel programs, what were some of the big selling points? Like what are things that you have that other platforms don't have? And it's like, okay, like we want to go with trip actions. This is going to make it so much easier for us and our employees. Yeah. I mean, so what I would say is uh, on, on the travel side, one of the reasons that even pre-pandemic that we were growing so fast was that we were providing a consumer-like experience, um, the same kind of experience you expect to get if you just go directly to a consumer um, travel site from a corporate travel site. And if you think about the existing legacy players that are in the market today, it's really tough to get that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, typically, most employees that, that we, we talk about and companies that we talk to a decent portion of their employees will essentially go rogue and buy the flights themselves or buy the hotel themselves because they can't deal with going through the legacy system. Um, I think what COVID did was it allowed us to pivot in a way that the legacy players just couldn't, right? Like we could we could put COVID dashboards together to show in real time where people are, what they're doing. Um, if someone's about to book a flight to be able to send an alert to say, hey, you know, this is these are the requirements in this region that you're going to. So in terms of health and safety, we did a lot of improvements. Um, we also were able to think about what the new world is going to look like, right? So we know that maybe you won't go to as many sales meetings, but now there's going to be engineers and product managers that are going to be traveling for team, right? So creating team travel was super important, right? And then the last thing that we did, I think that helped us during the pandemic was that 
there were a ton of cancellations. And typically, I don't know if you've used any of the legacy platforms for corporate travel, but it's impossible. I still have PTSD from using some of them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And also, like, think about, I mean, I don't know if you ever canceled a flight um, when you were one of of those platforms, but you have no idea where that went, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And especially given how much credit was being issued during the pandemic, a lot of companies were like, great, what are, what am I supposed to do? And so what we did was we said, like, we're going to make this really easy. Like you're just, the credit is just going to be there. You book another flight and the credit is just going to automatically be used towards your next flight. And I think those three things that I just talked about are kind of the reason that it allowed us to, to take a lot of the, the, the market share away from some of the legacy providers. So with all of those innovations, like what else are you guys working on from both the like typical trip action side as well as the trip action liquid side? Yeah, I mean, I think on the on the travel side, the the big thing that we want to focus on right now is thinking about what the new normal for work is, right? And so that is some of these things like team travel and then how do you kind of think about how people are going to move because they're going to people want to are going to want to see each other but it's going to be slightly different and figuring out the right way to allow people to book trips together so that they can do it in a more effective way right um, on the liquid side we're really going to focus on on figuring out how we truly automate some of the things that we're talking about expense expenses and expense reports right so like at a high level we basically, the liquid card enables these distributed teams because we're all distributed now, but then you inevitably have to give control and visibility back to the finance teams. Um, And we want to do it in a way that is as automated as possible, right? Because we want you to be able to swipe your card. It knows where you are, who you're with, why you're there, um, applies policy in real time, and then you're done. You never file an expense report. Um, to get that automation right, both for the user experience and for the the finance team, that's the really hard part, right? And we, we've done a pretty good job of where we are today, but I want to keep iterating on that, right? And so if you think about where that the innovation is going to come on the liquid side, it's going to be how can we make that experience even more magical than, than we've made it so far? So if someone wants to learn more about Trip Actions or Trip Actions Liquid, how do they find out more about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, feel free to reach out to me directly um, if 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 you need to. Um, and, and it's just our Gandhi at Trip Actions. Um, but otherwise, yeah, come to our, our, our website, uh, tripactions.com, tripactions.com uh, forward slash liquid. Um, and, and and learn more about what we're doing. And we're happy to happy to chat with you. Awesome. Well, we look forward to hearing about more of these innovations. And when FinTech Today gets huge and we need a a corporate expense program for our travel and whatnot, we will look to you guys. (laughs) Done. We'll uh, we'll set it up. Awesome. This is great. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. This is great. And if anyone wants to learn more about FinTech Today, go to fintechtoday.co to find our newsletter and stay up to date on everything going on in FinTech from Trip Actions to all the other companies that we have on the podcast and elsewhere.